All right, welcome back to the School of Recovery podcast. As you know, uh, School of Recovery, School of Addiction Recovery, is a program also known as SOAR, and it's uh, it's quite an amazing program actually. So it's a nonprofit, and it's uh, it's and downstairs we have an entire gym that uh, that we'll have individuals work out in, and then afterwards they'll go process the sessions. And so it's it's a full program, intensive outpatient. People can come. It's a ninety day program, and um, it's actually quite affordable and it's probably the best, best IOP out there. I'd stand by that. So when you have, when you have someone coming in as an addict, um, you know, oftentimes they're in such bad, we're off, we are oftentimes in such bad physical health, you know, and sore really does a great job of physically, intellectually, emotionally, socially, and spiritually helping you out. Pies, P-I-E-S-S. And so it's, it's pretty amazing. So We'll, 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 we might get more into that, but everyone that's a lot of people watching already know, but School of Addiction Recovery. And today as our guest, we have Jordan Birmingham. So Jordan Birmingham from Diamond Tree Ranch Recovery. So um, he'll talk a little bit about our program. And he, he does a lot of work in the microbiome area when it comes to recovery. And so I'd kind of like to get into that maybe. Let's, let's kick off on that topic. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the microbiome and then we'll go into your story and then we'll also go into you know, your program and everything. It's quite amazing. In fact, maybe I'll give a little bit more of an introduction while we're at it. So Jordan actually was a client in the program that he is currently the CEO of or the executive director, however you want to look at it. And he was a patient in the program. And he remembers in one of the rooms that he now has some of his clients in, he remembered cheek and Suboxin getting in trouble. And, uh, and then ultimately after he changed his life around, got sober. Several years later, he basically had an opportunity to, to essentially get that house and operate it and turn it into a treatment center that he's like, I don't know how to run a treatment center. I've, I, I was actually a client in this house before. So we'll get into that too. But tell me about the microbiome, Jordan. Like, tell me, tell me about that because that's an interesting area. A lot of people don't touch on. Put me on blast. Talk about cheeking and sharing and hey, sorry, man. Rules in the <laughs> yeah, exactly. center already, huh? Exactly. Um, man, I wanted to talk about pies too. That's a cool, cool little acronym you got there. Physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. So it's P I E S S S. So physical, physical, intellectual, emotional, social, sexual, and spiritual. Oh, so theoretically, wow. you want to have health in all areas, right? Yeah, that's awesome, man. Okay, sorry. Get back to my microbiome. Um, thank you for having me on. It's fun. I've yeah. been looking forward to it, watching a few of these. And yeah, in fact, we dudes. promised you guys this about two a year and a half, two years ago. We promised to have Jordan on, and so we're finally we've been glad waiting. to have him on. Yeah. yeah, I've been ready and, and eager and excited, and um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. So, um, really good guys here. They got a good, good program going. I love the fitness and nutrition aspect. Me and uh, Dustin talked about that years ago, and and been wanting to do some more work together, and. Um, we both believe that eat right, sleep right, exercise is a foundation to health and recovery. Amen. Um, so Diamond Tree really focuses on on those aspects. Uh, we do a lot of other things and we're getting into the deep scientific things. But uh, deep dive into nutrition, you find that the microbiome, your gut, um, is not just this place where food sits and turns into poop. You know, right. a lot of people are like, that's what your gut does. You right. Know? But it's so much more, um, you know, it, it really is the, the second brain or in, in some scientific journals, the first brain, uh, it's, it's the first one that's created. And so really we have this area that if we have the right environment, um, of healthy biotica, um, yeah. of healthy enzymes, 
um, things like that, it produces more serotonin, more GABA, more of these neurotransmitters that make us feel good. And there's actually the vagal nerve and some other connections between the brain and the gut. It's called the brain-gut axis. And so that if you don't have a healthy gut, you're not going to have a healthy brain and you're not going to have healthy mental health. Um, and it's, it's very, very um, directly correlated. Wow. So, you know, I, I truly believe the future of mental health will be the microbiome and mindfulness being at the center of it. Um, eat right, sleep right, exercise all plays into that. Um, but uh, yeah, the microbiome. So, for example, one, one, uh, one way to describe this. So yeast, right? We can have a yeast buildup and that's fed by sugar. And so if you eat a bunch of sugar, which, Hey, when we're in our addiction, we love sugar. Most of us we, love. Oh sugar, yes. Sour right? patch kids. The you whole see thing. A little, little release in the brain, yep. you know, early on, you can especially see, especially in, especially in withdrawals, you know, you start when you do start eating, that's what the first thing you want to eat. Usually. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you get cravings for sugars because you have such a yeast overgrowth in your gut. And so it literally sends cravings. And so the cravings coming as a signal the brain gets confused sometimes. So if you have a low blood sugar, you get a craving. If you have a yeast overgrowth, you have a craving. These cravings, sometimes your, your brain's just like, give me something now. Give me a fix. Let me pick myself up right now. Right. And it sometimes doesn't always pick up sugar. It picks up something else, you right. know, um, and that's a big deal. But point being is if we can get about seven to 14 days of whole food, plant-based nutrition, those the, the fiber of, of plants is what feeds the healthy microbiotica and so once those start to grow and multiply you know there's billions you know oh, absolutely. Of those guys in there so once they take over and have the majority then they start sending the signals wanting more fiber wanting more healthy food so if anybody's been on a healthy kick for a little while all of a sudden you know those those vegetables and salads and everything start start to sound good you're like hmm feels good sounds good it's got you know it's got the vibrancy the color you know that's what we're attracted to naturally is those vibrant bright colors and that's why all these uh uh, processed food companies uh, imitate it and trick our brains to say like, look at these fruity pebbles and these fruit roll-ups, uh, roll bright colors, you know, it's because that's innately what we're attracted to. And so super important that we, we build the gut to be the right way to get the right cravings. And then it produces the right neurotransmitters to feel good. Right. So depression, everything else really is dependent on that. So I can go off on this for no, so long. Listen, so cut listen, me off if you no, want. No, no, listen, this is good because I'm, I'm, you know, whenever, like, whenever, I mean, especially going back a couple of years, whenever, whenever I'd like to bring things, I'd always like to bring the technical aspect to it. And so what I'm hearing, because, you know, a lot of people listen to this, we have people that have been here sober, you know, for decades that, that will listen to this. And also we have some people that are still struggling right now. So, I mean, it sounds like some of these things that you're talking about, people can even start without a program. I mean, somebody struggling in addiction right now, or that's in recovery and maybe they're feeling a bit depressed. Maybe they need to see their psychiatrist to get on the different antidepressant or something like that. But literally just by what you do in the kitchen, you're saying can, can change how you feel. How you feel yeah. Which is what, which is why we use, right? We right. use to control to change how we, how we feel. Right. Absolutely. So one of the biggest ones to to really, I love telling this part because you know doctors, nurses, just everyone, um, I believe should should know this. And a lot of uh, you know medical schools and stuff don't don't teach a lot of the microbiome stuff, uh, and very little nutrition. And so here here's the idea. So I'm glad you said antidepressants, right? We're right. we're you know we're pro MAT. You know we believe. So for those that don't know, that's medi medication, medication assisted, assisted treatment. treatment. 
Right. And so Suboxone, we're not methadone. anti our, our program is very holistic, natural and healing. However, with our doctors, MDs, DOs, natural, you know, naturopaths, etc., I tell them just explore and discuss alternatives. So if someone's using medications and they're not having success, success, you know, explore and discuss alternatives like right. natural stuff. But if someone's doing natural stuff and it's not working, explore and explore discuss alternatives, alternatives right. which could be medications. Right. right. So that's uh, a, a basis that I make sure people know that we're not like anti-drugs. However, anti-medication. However, if someone is taking antidepressants and they're not eating right, they're not eating certain amino acids that like build, you know, like tryptophan that builds serotonin, you're not going to have that buildup of serotonin to be able to produce feel good neurochemicals. Right. Whether you have an SSRI antidepressant or not, right. you don't have anything there to recycle in there, which is what that drug does. Um, so, you know, good, good stuff to have for sure. Um, so that microbiome is a big part of how that is broken down. Those food, you know, particles right. are broken down, built into amino acid and, and protein chains. Right. So super, super important. Hawkman. I know I shouldn't uh, say anything while we're on here, probably walking through, but I yeah, love yeah. you. God, Smile. Too. What's going on, brother? Absolutely, man. He was just digging into the microbiome, getting really technical with oh, it. it. So, <laughs> so what's up? What's man? up, man? Dude, your smile is so contagious, isn't it? It's so fun to have you around. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you. I, do, I know. How's it going over there? It's so good. So is good. It? We, uh, yeah, we're, we're busting it seems. Every level of care is full and, really? and loving it. If we could just, uh, you know, continue this path, we'll, we'll be great, man. So is, um, so did you, what else did you, did you have you, add, I remember last time I talked to you, you were adding something in that other area. Was it an, I, did you end up adding ILP? Yeah, we have all levels of care. So we oh, got the wow. detox. They got detox reds, too. PHP, oh, you got detox. Wow. IRP. Yeah, the detox is, is awesome. We're loving that and um, so needed. You know, I mean, there's only like one from North Salt Lake to Logan right now, <laughs> other than us. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And they're just, we need them. I didn't know that for sure. Start sending. So are you, where are you detoxing them at? So just Kaysville Clinic is right there on Main Street in Kaysville. Right. We're just in the basement. We actually added two rooms and a bathroom upstairs as well. But um, yeah, just right there in Kaysville, just wow. a mile away. We got a sober living there too, right. in Kaysville. So, so it's you all did just, do a sober living. Yeah. So where's that at? So it's right on, uh, it's like midtown Kaysville. They're all like just right in the same area yeah. as the residential. Dude, you get a relapse in a sober living. It's like, dude, walk two blocks to the detox. Exactly. Okay. Wow. You can't be. Wow. There, but Listen no, to the great. detox price. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know how much of that you want to share, but I do know that you do have for treatment providers. If there's someone in a bad way, that you, if they can come up with a certain amount and I'll let you share that, then it's like, yeah. Hey, we'll deal with the rest later. But if you can yeah. come up with this, we'll get you in. Yep. So basically and, Especially if it's someone, it's a treatment provider that we're really just trying to help someone out. They're in a bad spot. You know, they're cold. You know, right. if we have a bed, like 250 bucks will get you in and we'll be able to determine, okay, do you have insurance? What do you want to do? What are your goals? Do you want long-term treatment? Do you want to just stabilize? Do you want to detox, you know, suboxone, whatever? It's like, yeah, oh, you know, people need to know they have options um, to, to get well and stabilize and, and get out of the cold and we'll work with you, man. I'll, I'll defer payments and whatever we got to do to get people well. So, yeah. Wow. That's dope. Um, so what is, sorry, you is, so I don't even know if I should bring this up on here. So is there, what's the other treatment center there now? Is it ended up moving into Kaysville where Cold Creek was? Is Cold Creek not there anymore? So in the barn? Yeah. 
I assume it's, I actually thought that last night. I was like, wonder who's doing that. Cause I've been wanting to expand our PHP program, but so is there a treatment center? Is in it there? turning point now? I don't know. I think I heard it was turning point. I, I know, know they kind of merged. Into they, their there things, was, there so was a, that somebody was in that a financial transaction I between the parties. I, I didn't know. You can't be near as cool of a building without your war sign. Right. I mean, it's not there, right? <laughs> no, right? that's not there. That's not there. So can I talk about that? Microbiome is cool. We can get back to that whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a cool, what a cool name. I, I remember, I thought about war about five years ago and I was like, what a cool name. Work out yeah. I'm all about fitness and right. bringing that in right. as a component and all that. And all of a sudden I see this van with war. I'm like, son of a, someone yeah. got the name first, you know? Right. And I was like, and I got to know you. I'm like, what a cool guy. And then you did sore and I'm like, war's available. But sore, I was like, wow, war was cool. But sore just has this like really uplifting, positive right. message to it. You know what I mean? And it's education. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm glad you good said. Good work, it. man. Yeah. Well, I it was hard. It was hard, um, kind of giving up war. You know, because that was like, that was like my Very, you know the baby or whatever. Yeah. But and Don knows. I mean, I, it was it was a really hard thing to let go of. But it, like my, if you look at my books and like everything was like school of addiction. And I, I kind of just felt like, dude, God was saying, just, dude, get, let's see if you dare to just dump this and try a new brand, you know, and try this whole night. And, and honestly, once I did it, like everything changed, you know, and everything changed here when I got out of the way, <laughs> like stop trying to control everything, you know? Yeah. So once I got, I took that job as a teacher, you know, I'm out at Layton. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I follow just you. out at Leighton, Leighton High as a. You got a grant to fill the little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I put a, got a little grant. Awesome. Like, got like twenty five k. Yeah, and it's fun so to put, play with. Putting a little gym. I I got it all in there. Putting a little gym. The, the amount of lives you touch, man, is crazy. Like if you think back to, yeah. and I know I know you're I'm a guy here now, and, and listen, and you you the both of you as well. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know how much you know about war, but essentially started with people sleeping on the gym in Dustin's gym. Like he, he was, he lit people didn't have a place to stay. He yeah, literally was had really like, unsafe. Hey, listen, yeah, this, <laughs> this is back, this, people, this is this 10 years about. ago. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and so, and he just, he just basically get him, get him fit and then talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, how, how are you guys feeling? And they're super uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, just super uncomfortable changing and then eventually turned into a program. Can, can I share one of my favorite stories about, about hockey? Yeah, yeah, of course. Dude, one, of the, one of my favorite live videos you did man oh, was dear. your was your m&m binge bro like you had oh, one yeah. day where you were like you're like oh, just the, just your, it was so real man it was so <laughs> raw you're just like oh, man, i'm so mad at myself you yeah. know oh, like dude i just can't control it well I, I started with like one and now the whole bag's gone and now i'm yeah. eating cake like what's yeah. going on i'm yeah. like i love it well dude i that was the time i so i ended up getting an eating disorder so uh I did the That's keto we were did, in Cali, right? Yeah, we yeah. started there. So I did the keto. Mm-hmm. Remember when I was doing all those videos mm-hmm. with the keto and and then I, I'm an addict. Mm-hmm. So like I can go I'll, I'll point it into like I'll I'll, I'll do it. I'm obsessed go with hard. keto. Yeah. But then like when I broke the keto, I didn't and I was doing the intermittent fasting. So when I broke the the keto like I didn't know how to eat like eat carbs. Mm. I had this weird relationship with carbs. And, but I, so I was doing the intermittent fasting. Well, then I I was, I would binge. And then at night, the next day I'd be like, I'm fasting until six the next day. (laughs) Yeah. So I would fast till like, see as long as I could go without eating. And then I would binge again. And then one time, cause like when I used to drink, 
like I like drink too much, you know, yeah. I drink too much. I'd just make myself throw up yeah. and then I, and then I felt better, felt better and go to sleep. Well, so I got that idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I feel so crappy after eating 17 cinnamon rolls. And I just went in the bathroom and I or made my t- or a box of twelve yeah, ice cream yeah, Snicker bars. Can, I mean, let's bring everything. <laughs> let's bring everything. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, now I'm, I thought it was kind of fun to talk about. Now I'm like, oh shoot, this is getting serious. Yeah, no, dude, it's no, it it real. We get real on I, here. I, I went in one time and made myself puke, and I felt I got high. The endorphins yeah. and the. I was like, dude, yeah. and then yeah, guess what I did the next day, Same and the next thing. day, Same and the next thing. day, Same and thing. so it was probably like a thirty or forty-five month and a half. Where I was legit eating disorder. You were doing it that long, huh? Mm-hmm. Dang. It was right. It was right when after we got done with uh with Cali and Mexico. We went, yeah, yeah. We went, and so, dude, I don't know, getting my relationship back with food. And I know you guys, I that's what I love about your treatment center, is you guys are so like you've linked all that up. I had a couple guys go through there. Um obviously don't want to say their names, but they said it was like incredible because of the emphasis you guys place on food, but, and I like what you, because, because dude, I'm food, you know, I'm not leaning on pills anymore. I'm not leaning on alcohol anymore. I'm not leaning on it, but then no weed, yeah. no, no weed, no nothing. But then I will lean on food mm-hmm. and it's like the same thing. I have the same mentality. I'll be like one more cinnamon roll, dude. I'll feel happier. Right. Just one. Yeah. One more. I'm going to do one. And then I'll eat that. I mean, I, I got into this routine one time. Anyway, I broke that habit. Got better with food. And, but there was this one time, another time when I was like sneaking away to go to Burger King at like 10 at night. Sneaking and like, away is a key term there, right? Well, well yeah. Like, because I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, you know, I don't even know. I'm, what's the word? I'm ashamed or something. Like yeah. Like, I, I don't want my wife to know yeah. that I'm going to Burger King to get cinnamon right. rolls. You know, those yeah. cinnamon rolls you could get there? The cinnamon buns, yeah. And so I go at like 10 and order like seven and then sit in the parking lot of, uh, of, uh, Burger, you know, King. Burger King yeah. and go hard on cinnamon rolls and then go home and just be like, dude, I hate, you know, with were you those, starting to notice the, the difference the thing, too? Like physically from, were you starting to get any negative side effects from the binge? And, and I'm the blessed with like good genetics, man. Yeah. I'm blessed with like, I, I can eat what I, that's another thing I can eat what I want. Usually I don't, you work out enough and I train, you know, but yeah. It's so a psychological, what I've realized. That almost makes it more dangerous, right? Because it's like, oh, no consequences. So I, I can keep this up. Visually, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, no one knows. But exactly. Then, but then that narrative in your head yep. Yep. goes bad. No, that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing as addiction, you know? like you said. Yeah, the, narrative, the worst you know? thing is no consequence because then it's like, oh, well, I'll do it again then. Yeah, and that's what I've learned with, like, foods. I call them foods with no breaks. Like, the foods you can just go hard on and, you're, and like, you know, the M&Ms or the Oreos. Like, Th- that they promote an unhealthy psychological response right you know, as opposed to like a steak we, we were just talking about right. the, the actual cravings from the yeast buildup from sugar you eat a bunch of sugary and uh simple sugar simple carb foods and it feeds that yeast and they actually literally send signals to the brain to crave more right and you get healthy fiber uh healthy food whole food plant food and it'll start to reshape the the culture down in the microbiome, wow. and then it sends signals to eat healthy food. It's so rad, it really is. Once you once you get heal up your gut, yeah, it's about seven to fourteen days of whole food, plant based, and then it starts to create a new microbiome. 
Um, and so you're saying there. vegetarian when you're saying whole food plant-based, are you saying that's the majority of it? Or whole, you're literally whole food saying plant-based in our, our facility is 80, 20. So 80% plants, 20% animal meats wow. and stuff. I you bet know. you get people feeling happy. Oh my gosh, dude. It, it's amazing. Literally two weeks. The, 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 the curse in the, of it though, is that, uh, people that are addicted and, and struggling after two weeks, they're like, I feel great. I'm ready to go. Get yeah. me out. And I'm like, yeah, neurologically, I'm you're not there yet. Yeah. You know, you still have a lot of behavioral, emotional, right. psychological, you know, neural patterns that you've like when triggers of stress or fight or flight kick in that amygdala takes over and it's still super swollen and power. Like have you seen uh, fMRIs with amygdalas that oh, are yeah. swollen. Right. They, they literally enlarge in the frontal lobe has like no activity. And it's like, well, no wonder you're just driving off of a primal, like just me, 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 you know, no empathy in the frontal lobe and, and yeah, things like wow. that. It's just, it's crazy what it'll do, but yeah. Which is where whole addiction is based off of. Yeah. Is that selfish? Me, 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 yep. me. Yep. Dude, that's wild. So, so people come into your program and they get, cause dude, it, food is medicine. Like Absolutely. it's the most, cause when I'm done, when I'm eating good, like right now, I'm the best thing that works for me is when I eat every three hours, I'm consistent with my protein, a fat and a carb. And, and I just, and I stay consistent and I don't overeat. And then, you know, I have a, my cheat night on a Saturday night. That system has worked. Cause then at least I got the reward. I'm like, like, I'm stoked for the night. It's going to be a great, forward to it's it. going to be a great night. Dude, yeah. I've always noticed you're, you're your happiest when you're on that. So you know that, what I mean? That's like what when I you found. have your cheat night, like, yeah. and, then, and then you stay regimented throughout the week. But the reward is for me when I'm eating healthy is everything you're talking about. Like, cause I'm, you know, I struggle with depression and anxiety. And when, when I am, people always ask me like, even out late and they're like, well, why do you, why do you eat healthy? Why, you know, why? And I'm like, dude, because I am less depressed. Yeah. 100%. I am. I, I, I wake up in the morning, wow. my spiritual work in the morning with my reading and, and everything that I do need to do in the morning it's is like takes on another right. level. Yeah. And so that's the reward, you know, like I'm like, dude, I want to eat healthy because I like the way it makes my brain feel. It's not ne- people are like, Oh, you look buff or it's like, yeah. I really isn't linked to aesthetics. It's yeah. more my, it's really is more my mental. Cause like I said, no, I you can change your diet a bunch. And if it was just about buff, you already got that. And you just kept something going. But I remember when you, like you said, you did keto and you've, you've tried a bunch of different things and, and, it, and it always affected you. I would always remember cause you, you'd share, you know, you'd share and I'd get the, I'd get the videos, you know, the, the ones he doesn't send on live that would just be one-on-one, <laughs> but some of them are so good when he's clowning me on the beard. But anyway, back to the, uh, Back to the food, like you, 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 you did kind of shop around until you found the right one that made you feel right. Dude, it wasn't we, about the physical results. We talked about too a little bit ago on on you know all the serotonin and all the neurotransmitters right. that are made in the gut. Right? Yeah. People think it's like all up here. It's like no, it's here. It's here where you make seventy percent of those neurotransmitter feel good chemicals. It's like so what dopamine seventy percent seventy percent serotonin generated get, from the yeah. gut, and then like. Like seventy percent, majority of your immune system as well. Yeah, you know all that's like eating healthy is so much more than how you look, right? And if you want to really nerd out on on plant based medicine, like plants are freaking gnarly. So like in the soils, they'll literally communicate these little electrical signals, and they'll like share little uh, minerals and stuff like you know manganese and all these things that people don't even wow. think about these days. They like share and make sure they have all these little minerals inside these plants, and that's what our body needs to be optimal. So we yeah. eat these plants. It's not just the fiber. 
It's not just because they're green, leafy, and vitamin K. It's like they have so many more phytonutrients and phytochemicals that feed your whole body to be optimal, right? All these little things take processes. And, and Bro, like we that, need so. to get you to come and talk about this to our group. Love to. Love really? to. Yeah, no. Yeah, because they could do because they it. could do your your clients could do them themselves. Well, yeah, it just would be another because you're. I can tell you're so knowledgeable about it, and and obviously that's a huge. I mean, we have a really big nutrition component here. But it sounds like you understand on another level, like the why behind it. Yes, you exactly know? that part. Like the why, is like so knowing the why, right. it's like okay, you can tell days. people to do something, but if they don't know the why and really understand right. it, they're like, all yeah. right, you know, I'll give it a shot. But they have to then experience it and feel it, and you know, things like that. So. When people come into your program, are they like, do they kind of have a hard time at the beginning when they're starting to change? When they're starting to change. Uh, yeah. Cause they just got maybe heroin out and, and they maybe want to lean on food for sure. Yeah. It's been a battle from day one. It's one of those things like, uh, I won't say his name either, but a, a right. mutual friend of right. ours who was an owner came in and he was like, like, so you guys are getting started. You guys, you know, I know you have the healthy recovery type of thing and nutrition. So are you going to allow smoking? And I'm like, no way. Like there's too much research. It, it, uh, swells the amygdala. It, you know, it slows the healing. It's causes cancer and long, you know, long-term right. use, like all these things. Like, why would we allow that? That's like adding to their addiction and unhealthy. Wow. And so he's like, good luck. We tried that, you know, but this industry, because yeah, they, they, meanwhile, the, go to the addict, and, and I can say the addict, right. Cause yeah. I know it's yeah, drug, we're, we're, we're in recovery, yeah. so right. we can say that, but they, they did dictate their treatment because treatment centers are like, well, we have to have patients and we have to make it. So they want to come. And if yeah, we don't let them wow. smoke, then they won't come. And I'm like, no, so you've held to that? We've held to that. Wow. 100%. And, and That's people, strong, yeah. And now we don't even worry about it. At first, you know, even our marketing people like, George, I'm losing people left and right. Oh, no, right. you will. That, that's a fact. You know, and so I'm you like, will some. just trust me. This yeah. will work out. Just educate them. Tell them the why behind it, right? They have a better chance in recovery. If they remove all addictive substances, let that brain, that amygdala heal, the frontal lobe, get right. more power again, give it the essential fatty acids to grow and give it the amino acids to feel good. And then do like consequence work, chess, you know, planning, strategizing goals, get that frontal lobe back on then decision-making gets better. And you know, all that wow, stuff. That's, that's right. so dope. Yeah. So to answer your, I don't think I answered your question. Is it hard for them at first? Right. They're like, I'm ready to slay the dragon. Right. I want to take care of what's going to kill me now. And I'll work. Yeah, and then I want to leave on my later, crutch, you know, um, for us. And even our, even our doc for a while was like, Jordan, I think this is, this is too much too quick. You know, they, they, we got to give them some comfort food before we like have to give all this right. healthy food, you know? And I'm like, Give them a Twinkies. No, this is what's going to help cigarette. with their aches and pains, anti-inflammatory oh, foods, yeah. right? So they have less withdrawal, less depression. That's big. you know all these things. Like this is medicine. This is not just like a throw something in your food to make you feel satiated. No, this is healing power. This is accelerated healing. That's why we do this plant-based, whole food, uh, organic nutrition, and it's it's huge. Jeez, and so your nutri or your uh, you, you obviously have a a chef. It makes yeah, everything. She's, she's a, a nutritionist master too, level right? nutritionist, holistic nutritionist. She's brilliant. And wow. in the last seven, eight months, our nutrition has been good, but now it's great. Like it was all whole food, plant-based, organic. But now we got another cook in there who's in recovery, um, Trevor. He's, he's a stud. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, was he in throws, the one I went through, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he threw in a whole different spin and let's make sure it's got a little bit of flair, a little bit of flavor, a little bit of this, but it's still just as healthy. Right. And that like aesthetic part now. 
Oh, it looks that, good. That just looks beautiful and oh, nutritious, yeah. delicious and nutri- I mean, it's it's next level now, which is amazing. And then you just add in the other parts of the program with, you know, equine and, and spiritual and other physical components and, and you know, social components. Right. Uh, it's 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 awesome. I love I love what we're doing. I love what you guys are doing, and I just love helping Dude, people. It's sick how far you've come. How many years have you been going? Just, on? Three just or four over two years. years. Two years. Yeah, just over two years and built out. You share thing. share how you share how you came to yeah. be it because I mentioned in the introduction, which I don't know if you were able to catch it, but you know, at one point he was in that same building as a client. Cheek and suboxone, you know what I mean? Trying getting caught, getting giving it to another client, and then now he's running a treatment center. And yeah. so it's so far how he's come from a troubled patient to student to coach. Exactly. Way, <laughs> right. I want to get to that quick squirrel. That made me forget about number twenty-two because we both got a little thing for that, don't we? Yeah. Any little thing? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know you researched the number twenty-two? What it's uh-huh. about? You'll love to hear about it. Really? Yeah. I'm a huge twenty-two guy. It was my sports number growing up. Right. But it wasn't until last year that I learned like numerology about 22 and right. I was like, numerology is interesting man so anyways story story time um how, how long ago i got where should i go right. how far um i don't really want this to be about me but well no 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 share about it man. um just, just yeah, just i mean my i'll try to give nutshells i can on it um you know growing up good family um you know so some people are like oh you have to have a bad family or trauma or you, you know where you beat as a kid or whatever like what happened why would you end up a heroin addict on the street you know, right. but it doesn't have to be that way as we know. Right. Um, but for me, uh, I didn't emotionally regulate well, right. I didn't really have anybody that, m- that mentored and modeled how to, you know, share and express emotions. Well, right. Right. It was always fake it, you know, put that face on, put your representative on and, and, and do what you gotta do. But, um, so I didn't have those skills and, and then I had a reward deficiency in the brain. So there was a genetic component for sure. And we have DNA tests these days. that will show you that, which is rad, right. right? That's another part of the future of addiction recovery, I think. Um, so anyways, had the genetic components and then, um, didn't have a real identity. I don't know if you guys have seen the, it's his name. Shoot. Had depression. He played for the Cavs, big dude. And then he, uh, won the championship with LeBron. Kevin Love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got a cool story. If you guys haven't seen it, really raw, real story about depression and identity and like what he was going through. Right. Great read if you, if you ever get a chance. But point being is I didn't have a real identity. Basketball was my identity. I traveled around the country and played and um, planned on having a scholarship and, you know, doing that. That was right. my, that was my path, my identity. And then my, my junior to senior year, I blew out my knee. And, you know, then there goes your outlet, your passion that releases right. neurochemicals that feel good. Shatters right. your dreams, man. Shatters your dreams. And now I'm also exposed to the, the opioid, right? I've got a reward deficiency in the brain and I've got emotional regulation you know issues. Yeah. Yeah. And then I lose my passion and my hobby that's healthy for me. And boom, you know, I take those pills and my brain's like, this is all you need. This is all you that's, need. That's crazy. That sounds like me. Like, we, yeah. You, when you say like socially, like say, a lot of people don't know this about me either, but like, I, I, I am a little bit socially, like, I don't like to talk to people. Yeah. yeah I, I get nervous. <laughs> Dude, but people love you though, man. Well, no, like, but I've but gotten better at it. But if, if you really get to know me, like I definitely rather be down in the corner. Yeah. No, no it's a little yeah, uncomfortable for me for yeah. sure. For sure. I was shy growing up. But you think that played a role when you, when you took that opiate now you're, it's like, Mr. Let's Social. go talk to somebody. I'm going to call yeah, somebody. Yeah, definitely lower the inhibitions, you know, right. and almost and like confidence. Just confidence. Yeah, lower conf- and then, yeah, no exactly. pain, physical or mental pain right. or emotional pain. You know, no wonder people, you know, are attracted to it. Right. right. Um, and all these billion dollar companies profited from it. 
Um, but uh, so he was exposed and realized like, this is, this is all I need. And, and it suffices my reward deficiency. Um, and, and luckily the first surgery I was able to get out of it, but I knew my brain wanted it. Right. But the second surgery, not so good, you right. know, and then you start working. I'm trying to keep up with my work, uh, my landscaping business at the time. And, and, you know, I was employing my friends and then, you know, they'd be hung over, you know, the next morning and they don't go to work. And so I got to work twice as hard. So what I do twice the, twice the pills, yeah. you know, oh, doc, I ran out early. Yeah. And so it quickly became a chemical dependency and we can talk later on the difference between chemical dependency and addiction. Right. right. Um, Cause it's, it's great that you experienced not great, right. but in a way, I think you'll be grateful. You did experience the food addiction part right. too, because you can relate to more people. Right. right? Um, I feel that way too. It's like, we have to go through and f- experience it to empathize and really help people. And that's, right. you know, God uses some of us, I think, to right. say, Hey, go experience that, shit. you yeah, know, and right. then you can help some people. Right. <laughs> right. But 100%. Um, anyways, so yeah, uh, after that, um, that second surgery, uh, it fell into a little bit harder. And then, you know, summer when I was working a lot, I could, I made enough money that I was fine, but you know, winter comes, your, your work slows down. You can't afford that. Better have snow that oxy addiction no right. longer. You no know, way. that's right. an expensive habit. That's what you were doing was oxy. Yeah. Wow. What'd your dose get to a day? I don't know. I mean, not crazy high. I mean, maybe like four day, four thirties, four eighties. Oh, four eighties. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was you know, terrible. I hope nobody was just brutal. triggered. I got a little bit of a feeling inside of me, like, oh, you know. No, hey, listen, yeah, we yeah. we have Ron here, man. We, yeah, yeah it, it definitely gives your, me the your story will touch someone that's that experienced exactly what you've experienced. Hopefully. So hopefully, so, share so it. went through that and then couldn't afford it, right? And it's like, hey, someone tells you, like, hey, this is the exact same, you know, chemical for a fifth or a tenth of the cost, you know? Right. And you're like, and it comes okay, in a cool and, color and it's just a plant, yeah. This is this yeah. is natural, you know, right. son of a, you know, whoever yeah. told me that, you know, right. they totally. You know, so that was heroin. You know, thank you oh, for that man. introduction. I didn't know you got into heroin. Oh yeah, it was it was bad, man. I was I was you IV sh- you shooting up. Yeah, I was IV. It took about six months, um, and uh, there was a guy I was doing it with, and um, man, I want to say this dude's name too because he's a he's a executive director in the industry that's pretty well known, but um, he'll probably know who I'm talking about. But he was the first person um, that I shot up with, and Oof. and it uh, there was no looking back. You know, one of the guys in the room when I was smoking, he's like, do you see all that you're wasting? It's going in the air. And I'm just like, that's all it took for my brain to be like, hmm. Yeah. It's got yeah. a good point. I only have you one know? balloon left. Yeah. Like your attic brain. Exactly. It's all it needed to be like, let's right. take it to the next level. So anyways, yeah, that was bad. I got that for a good solid year and a half. Um, losing everything. Right. Talk about isolation. It was like work. If you could even hold a job. And then Absolutely. down to the basement in the dungeon. And I remember my friends being like, do you ever come out of there? You know, I was very social. Um, but after basketball and, and didn't have my scholarship anymore and I did do some medical, you know, stuff from, from there on out. And I definitely got a lot of medical, uh, pre pre-med stuff done, but, but then, you know, drugs took over. They will kill your social life. Everything. They will kill anything everything. that you have, as we know. Everything. And isn't it so weird? The cliche of like anything you put above you recovery, Is what you, you lose. lose, but like. It's so true over and over yeah. and over again. People wow. do that. And no, I'm not going to go to treatment because I got to be there for my wife. Good luck. Okay. Your like be you're going to put your wife months. for No, of course, <laughs> LT and Feliz, their experience is fascinating, you know, and, you know, but, but oftentimes people say I can't do treatment because I have to be there for, but dude, that's what you end up losing. Then if you're putting her first, if, if the reason is, you know, if, if that's, but whatever you put before your recovery is exactly what you'll people lose. Get, people get jealous. I'm not saying anything, you know, like that, but you know, family, you're like, my family should be number one, or I should be number one, but you are number one when you do recovery. You have to, but be. you know, you can't put family, you can't put really anything else 
it's you know, you'll lose it. You, you'll lose it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe a higher power, maybe, you know, there's, there's some maybe truth to that, but, but yeah. So anyways, my, my story got there where I, I lost my job. I lost everything. My parents like, talk, oh man, it makes, makes me want to cry thinking about them having to kick me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? When your counselor is like, you can't let him be there if he's going to be using, he can't be comfortable. And how true is that? How old were you at that point? I was like, 1920. Okay. Something like that. Um, oh, wow. And so uh, hair on that young. Yeah. I mean, when I was. And you're uh, 32 now, right? Graduation day when I was 17. I was 18 then. Um, was when I did. When, I, when that kid was like, hey, First, try this. It's a plant. It's just opium. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. what's that? You know? Yeah. A couple of weeks later, like, did you know that's heroin, right? I'm like, oh, that's, that's not good. That's yeah. how it was sold to us. I remember smoking weed with opium on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how it was sold yeah, to just you a back plant. then. It's just no, opium. It's just, just a plant. A yeah. Plant. Forget that it's processed with all these chemicals and, and turned into wow, that heroin. Just, that but just made yeah. me realize I've probably smoked heroin. Yeah. It's essentially, it's yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Rarely do you, would you have seen pure opium. You know what I mean? Like it's always, it was, anytime someone told me that it was just heroin. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. That's wild. So quickly ended up living in my car and, and losing that too. And I remember, um, you know, my, my turning point was when my family did an intervention, um, classic, pulled up to my, because I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't that stupid, right? I knew that heroin's not good for you. Right. So I, I wanted help, tried the Suboxone route for several months. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just more addictive. You know, right. it just made me feel sick. It, it lowers your testosterone. It destroys your gut, you know, does all these things to you. It's not meant for long-term use, but, right. you know. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, again, not shaming it. Right. There's a time and a place. Right. Don't get me wrong. It definitely is better than someone shooting up on the streets, but um, it shouldn't be a long-term answer in my opinion. Right. Uh, Vivitrol is a way better option if you can get off both. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so ended up uh, going to the intervention. Family said, you know, we can't let you around nieces and nephews, family, you know, it's, it's dangerous for them. And I, that was the kind of real hard to hear, isn't you it? You know, it's like, wow, I can't even be around the kids. Like I'm not a bad person. Yeah. But I get it, right? But you are. But you are. That. You're doing some pretty bad stuff. Absolutely. You're not the same person. You're driven to survival mode all the time. As soon as that withdrawal kicks in, no one else, nothing else really matters, right? right? All the other dopamine producing things that are meant for human nature, food, shelter, sex, all these things that produce neurochemicals like dopamine, they're so far down the list because yeah. wow. they're like a you know, one hundredth of that right. uh, chemical release. So like, why would your brain even think about anything else, but that, right. you know, and that's what happens in that neural adaptation in the brain, that tolerance um, is, is you start to use that chemical and when you get stressed and the brain uses that and you get relief from that, it makes that loop from the amygdala to the hippocampus to the frontal lobe and back and says, remember wow. that. So remember it is the hippocampus. That's the memory center, right? Frontal lobe is planned to get this again. It's the executive function again. And then just makes that loop. And the more you use that in times of stress, the more ingrained and grand pleasure unwoven that, that documentary right. oh, yeah. talks about that. And, uh, and so when people go into treatment for 30 days, you know, and think that they're good, it's like, no, how many years did you create that deep loop in that brain? So until you have new coping mechanisms so that you can, your brain says, oh, that worked for me to get out of that stress mode, plan to do that again, if you can. Right. And then yeah. next time in automatic response is still going to say, chemical but you've got to have you know people support and some you know really good coping mechanism we have a recipe for success card that's pretty cool um and and then you try that coping mechanism and you just reinforce that over and over and over again wow. that might take a year before your brain finally defaults 
right. right? To the healthier coping mechanism, but it takes a while, you know, to, to overpower. It's like a deer down a path, you know, it's going this way for so long. There's a nice path, yeah. but this other way actually is a faster route to the watering hole. So someone ventures yeah. down that, but it's a little bit, you know, more resistant, right? right. A little harder, you know, there's still kind of, there's a path here. Wait, there's a path, you know, wow. and then all of a sudden you do this one enough and that one starts to overgrow. And then you've got a new pathway here, yeah, right? Same thing go. in the brain. It's really, really yeah. the way the brain works. Um, so ended up. Uh, so intervention, classic yep. intervention, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Committed to Letters, treatment, but everything. not, not for three days. Right. They're like, you got to go today. I'm like, no, I'll go Monday. You know, yeah. like my stubborn well, I brain was like, happen. I got to, I got to go out hard or something. You know, I can't do that. Um, of course that's when overdose happens and I'm very lucky. Exactly. So, I mean, I did like, I did like. 60 balloons in, in 60 hours. It was crazy, crazy. Just because you the thought that you knew you are going into yeah, treatment. I was like, Slamming I was 60 like, in 60 I hours? I don't know what our language uh, was allowed on here, but yeah, I was like, you piece of crap. You know, yeah. you're just you're worthless. You were slamming 60 in 60 hours. Yeah, so I did. It was 15, 15 balloons of white and about 45 of black. And it, it was Man. just back and forth, speed ball, back and forth, just all day. For and like you OD'd days, for sure. For like two and a half days. So, I mean, I mean I if you're doing both, that's, that's just like, so dangerous, man. I mean, overdose, that word in, in, in itself, like for sure, right? I overdosed myself because right. any dose of it's over, right. you know, but, but you weren't, you didn't have I to didn't, be revived. I didn't, yeah, I didn't have to be revived, but I do remember waking up a couple of times with that, like, <gasps> you know, like, you know, your respiratory yeah. system was like pretty much done. Yeah. You were that close to death and you Jeez. wake up from passing out. You know, Dude, I did that I several no times. Idea. Yeah. So we got pretty bad and then, yeah, uh, you know, went to Cold Creek. Right. Um, that, that house that we're at now. And, right. um, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to have family support, you know, it's hard. My, my least favorite part of my job right now is trying to get people in financially. You know, yeah. I, we've been trying to do the nonprofit route for a while. It still has its challenges, but you know, so did for you us, end up going non- non-profit? no, not yet. We, oh. we have, we're pretty close, but for now, you know, I just want to help people and it's so hard. Like I, I have to run a business. You know, oh, I have to yeah. pay people and all the healthy food no matter like, what, to make a quality business. program. It's it's not cheap, no. you know. And so when people want free treatment and they need it and they're they're begging me, you know, and I'm just it breaks my heart every time. I can't handle that part of my job to try to get them coming. But anyways, my my I was lucky that I had family and clergy and other supports and had a little loan I had to pay back, but eighteen grand. You know, like back then, it, it's crazy. That yeah. was 10, 11 years ago. And so, but how much did you spend on dope? Oh man, I don't know because. But you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, like, I was slinging it, and you know, trying to make sure I sold five to be able to get my sure. one, you know, or whatever, because yeah. I was broke. So that's kind of yeah. how I did it. But well, think about time, your car. Your car was gone, so you well, lost yes. that. So, so that's the whole time. That's a cost. You spent way heard, more than treatment cost. I've heard every addict spends over a million dollars, like on average, on their addiction. And that's like yeah. core costs. That's everything inclusive, right? And people spend more than that quite often. But for oh, me, spent I definitely spent over a house. You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, during that, especially when I was doing the the yeah, oxys yeah. and all that stuff. You know, when you're doing cocaine, oxys, all that stuff. You're just like you're blowing through money. Like oh yeah, no one's business. You know, oh, I remember it was when it was ten eighties a day back. You know. Where though? Those were like eighty bucks a pill, weren't they? Well, they're, yeah. I mean, of they're course, more valuable than gold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were. I mean, you, you <laughs> per know, milligram, literally, for sure. yeah, per yeah. When when you actually weighed them out, I but they'd, they'd sell for a hundred. They'd sell for a hundred in in twenty in 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 uh in so Alaska. Nice. They would go for like one hundred sixty two dollars a milligram. Crazy. Like I have all the crazy stats that I that my I was just provided last week of the different regions and what different prices are for different things across the country. You know. 
and it's it's pretty wild but yeah a million dollars on average for an addict that's it makes sense yeah court costs everything and, else, but yet eighteen thousand dollars especially if brings you, you back to life yep. especially if you were like making money like i know uh one another one of my good was buddies my was making money he had a business same thing and the dudes who are doing that it seems like it, it hits them like they because you, you don't run out of resources right off the bat families that was you know, the problem always just your money time. right yeah, yeah you're right. not spending a million dollars on yourself yeah, right but family and the court systems and you know taxes and fines and classes and you know because even like and lost revenue from being locked up if yep. that's a reality yep. you know yep all the factors so went in got treatment realized pretty quickly that you know i always loved the human anatomy body physiology right. health, well, sounds like you did science. pre-med yeah, I was I was really wanting to do like I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, you know. Yeah. Talk about being a little bit uh, right. uh, overzealous, but uh, just rad. The brain is so cool. Like on, uh, I don't the, say it's overzealous brain. at all, man. I, I say well, it's, you can, it's you can still be one if you it's want. It's pretty intense. But uh, the you know there's a there's a documentary called The Brain, Doctor Eagleman right now. That's uh, some new cutting edge brain stuff, and they can literally put a microphone inside the area of the brain, and they can hear a synapse like. Wow. Like, wow. oh, it's so rad. So, so the they can literally map the way audibly, not yep. only visually yep. through it, but actually, they can actually audibly map yep. the way. You, that's crazy. Yeah, so cool, man. That, that one's a great documentary. If you guys have time to check it out, it, you know, has a lot, a lot of good stuff. So got in treatment and then uh, really loved uh, the idea of helping people in, in that area, right? I wanted yeah. to help people get healthy. Right. I knew that already, but this area, I was like, there's a big need. You know, it's so easy to fall into this, so hard to get out of it. Like people need help um, and it's only getting worse. The mental health epidemic. Um, another one I was telling him, I sent you an email last night. I was, I was jazzed after watching I am last night. Yeah. I look um, forward to watching and, it. And, and, and What's t- that? It's another little documentary thing. It's the guy, the producer of like Ace Ventura. Um, oh, he did a okay. bunch of movies. Classic movie, by yeah, the way. He, is, he, he did some really good with Bruce Almighty. Um, he, uh, he did a bunch of really good ones, but um he realized he got so rich so quick and you got, you got people that love neurology by the way you got yeah. alicia that loves neurology yeah neurology is awesome Bree smith says food one hell of a drug brain Sorry, spotting I'm, I'm, I'm and brain mapping is really cool too so thanks for that you got a lot of people place. interacting yeah so let's see the i am one i am so that one the reason that one was so cool is it was it was talking about mental illness um where it's really like our culture is is got to be mentally ill where he's like i have you know when i got that money i'm buying these mansions and these lamborghinis and just all this stuff jets meanwhile across the street there's someone homeless on the ground meanwhile across the country there's someone who's just starving to death and across the world they're in wars and it's just yep. rubble and there's kids you know what i mean like that is mentally ill if you can do that while that's going on. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool um, uh, twist on mental illness. Our yeah. culture is just, is, is in a bad way, but a lot of things with connection um, and how everything's connected. Uh, they did some cool studies with like, I don't want to get into the yogurt one, but basically uh, the quantum world, uh, the entanglement, I mean, it got quantum really intense. It got really intense, but everything's connected. We're all connected. And it showed it was like the, the basis of human nature. Are we wired to be compassionate and good or wired to be competitive and, you know, all that. And it dives into that. And it was really cool to show they went around and studied like all human life. <clears throat> Everything is wired in our DNA to connect, cooperate, 
um, and be compassionate. And so the, everything works better together. And like humans wouldn't survive without cooperation. Like your parents and people have to like take care of you and show you. Oh yeah. You, what are you and then other things mean more for connection too, right? We know connection is the opposite of addiction in a lot of ways, right? Yep. There's other components, but that's a big part. Well, and you got, you got Alicia who says her goal this year is to learn deep brain stimulation. Get into it. Get into we it. We always appreciate the comments and the interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that that's a big part of cooperation with it. You know, even the animal world, every every part of it. They show like the birds that like fly together and like turn at the same time. And the oh, absolutely. I was I was just talking. I was just talking. Crazy stuff. I was just talking to together. somebody about that yesterday. I'm like, isn't it wild? I mean, the birds. You know, they don't they don't talk, but they're they're flying together. Yeah, they showed this one with like elk, and they're like, it, it's really scientific where they have to like get to the watering hole soon enough so like some of the herd doesn't die from dehydration, but can't go too soon or they won't get enough nutrients from the grass. And like, it has to be just the right timing. If they run too fast, they, you know, they'll lose some of them to predators. And like, it's really like this art. And they're like, they figured that the bull or whatever would be like the one to be like, all right, let's roll, you know, and start heading out. But no, it was uh, all the other deer, like would start like pointing at the water and the 51 percentile. As soon as like, out of, if there was a hundred, the 51st one that points at the watering hole, all of them move. Wow. So it is a democracy. Right when it, right when in it, nature, right when it hits all of it, it's just communication in a de- democratic way to all support one each other. I mean, it was, it's a cool Jeez. rad thing. Wow. Um, so that, there's been some cool ones lately that I've been, I've been checking out, but we're going on some tangent, are we? Um, so treatment got there, wanted to help people got out and just started building the program. Like literally right then I'm writing well, down when things. When I met you, what were you, so you ended up becoming an LCSW? Sudsy. Oh yeah, okay. So you, because I met you that one time, remember, up at that place you were working that had that gym. Yep, yep. With with the Mountain Ops gym and, yeah, that was and our Lifted Life Counseling Center, and, and you were just getting ready to 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 make the jump. Yep, and do it. It was crazy, man. And I'm, I'm so move. lucky, you know, Kenny Kenny Thompson. Shout out to him, partner of mine that was willing to take a chance. You know, he knew I was passionate about this stuff and told him there was a house there for sale. I wasn't planning on doing a treatment center for a while. It's like, I need to build up my practice and then do right. that. But when that place came for sale, it was just like, yes, yeah, I, I love that. that story. I love that part of the story. You literally saw it and you were a client there. Yep. You're like, Oh hmm. shoot, I could do that's that. That's my dream. And oh, that's, that's took- where I could do it. I, I know every blind spot on every camera. I could yeah, exactly. my eyes closed. Yeah. Like, Oh, I could run a place there. Um, called my buddy up, you know, and, and he's like, I'll have it under contract tomorrow. Let's go. I'm like, okay, you know, rock and roll. Hey, so I've been building it. And story. So it's it's beautiful. I even have uh, people at our billing company that were like, oh, I went to the U with you. I remember you were back there drawing pictures of diamonds and diamond trees. And I was just like, yep. yep. Yeah, so you, that's how you kind of came up with the, with, like you you always had that kind of vision. The diamond, the balancing the diamond idea with the mental, physical, social, and spiritual areas and that creating this this energized uh, love that, love you know, that. resilience and, and brilliance and clarity and, you know, things like that. And, and it's, you know, you're cleansing from a dark coal like state and all that right. stuff that was always there. And then the tree component, uh, Jake Probert, a cousin of mine, uh, my wife's cousin, uh, helped a lot with the early stuff, you know, shout out to him and, and, uh, our illustrator, uh, Randy was awesome. And uh, we worked with him for a long time on on the the portrait stuff. But the tree came from, you know, pulling energy from that diamond. Because I noticed, like, the balance stuff. First, I noticed when it didn't work, you know, I got so amped about, like, scheduling balance and goals and this type of stuff and health and nutrition and all that. But I realized, like, if you don't give it about yourself, 
Yeah. You know, you're not going to care to schedule things. Yeah, you know, you got to right. have some self love. Like right. that's a, there's a basis there first. And, and 12 steps help people get, you know, uh, respect for themselves and make amends and things like that. So that's a great thing to do. Uh, but other than that, we realized the next thing we were missing was passion and purpose, yeah. right? You can do all the health things. You can do groups, you can do all that stuff and AA, but if you can't have fun, what's the point of yeah. sobriety? Oh yeah. You know, so scheduling passion, be like better than scheduling what it was. your cheat days, scheduling venture travel, things to look forward to literally on the, another documentary is good is the story of God with uh, Morgan Freeman. And he did brains uh, research on different religions. As long as you believe in have faith in something better in the future, your exactly. frontal lobe works better. You have better activity here and you're happier because your brain just has some, it doesn't matter what it is. Seven wives in, when you die, creating worlds when you die, yeah. heaven, or just next month, I'm going on a good vacation. Wow. Something better than today yeah. is so important to have a belief yeah, a in. Bit of yeah. Faith is the most powerful emotion. Yeah, which yeah. is a really cool thing to dive into as well. But passion's huge. And so the trunk of the tree pulls that energy from that diamond uh, for a path towards passion. Because if you're sick and depressed, you know, you're not pursuing passions. You know, you, you right. barely get out of bed. Right. You know, but if you get that lifestyle balance on, on point, then you have energy to pursue passions. And then the blossom into a meaningful purpose is the, is the pinnacle of the tree. That self-actualization. Oh. You know, find something you're passionate about and then help other people. Yeah. while doing it you know like you yeah. working out look what you're doing you yeah. turned a passion into a purpose yeah you know what i yeah. mean that's beautiful yeah, that's what that it's is. all about yeah and then he's got you know student to coach model which you know yeah it's the same people thing. run exactly exactly progression yeah i love it i love wow. it so that's a little bit of my story it's been hard so when you first started it because you know I, I i look at you know when i this journey i mean i'm this this year it's 10 it was 10 years in September. Since yeah, it's unreal, more. man. Like, it's unreal. Oh, dude. I lost my house. I lost my credit. Yeah. You know, I'm still driving a silver car with a broken window. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, has it been hard, you know? Like, oh you go through, through through times when you're like, dude, I'm going to. Dude, Don knows talk a lot about, of my story of that yeah, part. The business talk part about got it. It's been, it's been so hard, man. There's been so many blows. Like. The, the silver lining for me or whatever, I guess, what keeps me going, there's a lot of things uh, I'm very passionate about. Helping people is yeah. a big one. I've got some good support and great people around me, great team. You know, my wife's, you know, done a lot and, and helped a lot. And, you know, a lot of people have, but it's been extremely difficult. And I believe that when people are trying to do really good yeah. things, there's this opposing energy yeah. that's like trying to just block it and block it like they can see how many people that are getting free from their bondage you know yeah. you know the pains and chains the devil's chains. real i believe there's absolutely a, there's yeah. that energy man you gotta you gotta respect the dark side you know yeah. it's there um yeah. and, and be aware um and and do what you need to do to keep it at bay but respect it you know yeah. but oh, yeah but yeah people just seem to uh really gravitate to the people helping people uh model right. and that's helpful but extremely difficult man i mean we're not out of it we're still early on. We're oh, still yeah. trying to figure it out. COVID's been a killer for outpatient, right. you know, stuff like that. And just policies and procedures trying to keep up all the time with different regulations and oh, yeah. all that stuff. But extremely difficult. Definitely. Well, you guys definitely. haven't had any, any like no cases. people have had no COVID cases, right? Either Both you. of you. I haven't either. See, and then that's what I'm, that's what I was just going to say. It's so fascinating to me because I work with a lot of different treatment centers in different capacities, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, whether it be as an interventionist or, you know, or through different businesses I have, but the point is, is there, there's been quite a few COVID cases that programs have experienced, but 
your guys' programs that are so like health based. Yeah, health based. Nada. That's all about. It's like COVID. You're not touching us. That's what. That's, so well, that's what I always have a hard time. I'm like, when we got shut down, because we got shut down. Like we got shut down the week we were supposed to move into this place, mm. and like you know, so brutal. It was, it was. It was really scary, but like, um, what I've seen is. I mean, it was kind of a blessing in a lot of ways, but what I, the health we're asking people to live is going to help you compete with COVID. It's going to yeah. smash COVID, you know? I mean, and not so to downplay it, but yeah, like, I mean, nutrition, health, it's like, no one talks about, we don't want to get on this subject. This could go political. Yeah, it could, it could yeah, go, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Okay, but, this yeah. shut down. Yeah, so. but, but what I'm, what I'm saying though is, is, is clearly good health and good fitness. I mean, it, it and good diet yeah. completely it, helps, right? Help, I builds, mean, build your immune system and, and it's a big deal, but yeah, there's, COVID is legit. Of it course is it is. Hey, absolutely. It's a legit thing that we need to be cautious and, and careful of. And really, yeah. to me, people that have immunocompromised situations need to be very careful. Absolutely. And they 100%. need to be aware. I'd love it on Facebook if people had like a special color around their thing. Like, hey, me or my family has this. So just be aware. Like, absolutely. You know, give us yeah. Well, and if anyone's more. listening now, I mean, you know, I, I know I, I have people that I love that have, have been impacted by COVID, you know, that have had to go to the hospital twice, two different times for COVID, lockdown. People come basically in hazmat suits. It's definitely real. They're they're extremely compromised. You know what I mean? And and but in, in extreme poor physical health, still in their addiction. You know, and 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 yeah. things like that. But what I'm saying for those of for those that are living a healthy lifestyle and and working out, et cetera, it, I think it does, like you said, to compete with it. It, it makes competes. it much harder yeah. to yeah. and to, you'll bounce back quicker. Yeah. You bounce things, back quicker. You know, and there's a lot. I I talked to a lot of doctors, and one in particular super brilliant has gone global with a lot of his mental health um you know programs and stuff just great guy um and he has good friends that are epidemiologists i mean high level people Certainly. um and uh the, the research really is showing that even people under the age of 40 will still have cardiovascular damage long term from yep. it and people that are above 40 like it's a 60 percent chance of having long term yep. cardio so we all think it's the lung thing right because that's what we see and we know that's like the primary yeah, the scarred of, lungs of, of you know pressure there and stuff but cardiovascularly it's a it's a pretty big deal but but yeah eat right sleep right and exercise gives you a great chance but yeah. he does like colloidal silver the doctors that are treating patients all every day right. like they're doing like the natural ones they're doing like colloidal silver to block some of it and they're doing echinacea and some other herbal things as well to try to boost themselves and protect themselves and then the course of tennis the treatment um but well, now, now we yeah. got a cure now we got a cure like we're doing okay with you know it, so. that's why i wanted to add I'm, I'm thanks for saying that with uh how hard it's been i wanted so to hard. i wanted to know that Dude. because i when we, i remember when you were telling me about it um when you were telling me about your program and everything. And then I, I watched, you know, uh, your first year and I always have just been wondering like, God, I bet this dude's going after the high adventure experience. Oh my gosh. You know, because adrenaline, like I like a good challenge, but yeah. man, wanting to puke or cry about five days a week is, is tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have no idea you walk into the group or whatever. Cause I still do some groups and staff and whatever. And it's just, you got to hold, smile, hold it, hold it together. You know what yeah. I mean? But at night I'm just like, Oh my gosh, are we going to make it another yeah. day? You yeah. know, right. it's tough. It is extremely, extremely tough. And, and my wife, she'll probably listen to this at some point. If you ask me, is it tough? And if I would have been like, it's not too bad. She would have been oh, she'd have ripped you apart. on here. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you know, like, be, be real. It's been tough. Exactly. So it's Dude, been. my testimony of like, uh, I don't know. So I've lost a lot over these 10 years. Like, you know, like 
just financial stuff, you know, went pretty dark and, but my, but I, I, my, I've never gone without though. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like and things have always turned have never, out. Yeah. My kids have never felt it really. It's, you know, I did lose my house, you know, I had to move my, we moved into this, this sick apartment though. <laughs> that someone, right. in, that someone in my ward, uh, you know, we had to pay like a thousand bucks. It was like 3000 square feet in this old folks community. Like right. Nice little beautiful, like, but like, yeah, it was stuff to lose my house and stuff, but like, I haven't gone without. Yeah, you know? and, and, and each the time thing that I notice too is like, dude, like, and I've, I've gained a testimony. Obviously, more of my like my higher power and everything, but like that if if I keep that, it's gonna work out, dude. You know, and I I, I maybe just tell you that because you continue From, doing good for ten years. I can like when you go dark in your head, like just know that like I might have to, but it's gonna work out because my motives are pure and like I'm the right people, reasons. You know what I'm saying? Right things for the right reasons right. to work out. Me and him. When you're seeing that happen, right? I mean, you're seeing and and, and just like just like you, Dustin. Talk. Like I mean, things will go rough, and you'll think it'll be like then all of a sudden some new opportunity will pop up. Talk or, about a spiritual adventure. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> like, faith. Yeah. Of right. faith. You know, you just have and, to and the people that have faith in you, which is what's, which oh is what my, puts the pressure on, right? Yeah, when you got so, so many people who's li- whose life, whose living, yeah, their livelihoods yeah, depend on you. Depending on, that's the hardest it's a, part. It's a difficult spot. Like, literally, I can't even tell you. And, and hopefully my staff isn't scared. It's getting better guys. We're, we're good. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like every, probably every payroll for the last, I don't know, three months well, since COVID really. Cause our, our expenses went up big time right. since COVID um, trying to replace staff and, and, you know, any symptom they have, they like have to send them home and try yeah. to figure out how to fill it in. Our patients are, you know, again, try to make it so they have no idea, but we're over here trying to like train and hire and shift people. And like, it's, it's, it's been extremely difficult, but yeah, about every payroll and our financial uh, gal, uh, Jen, she would definitely attest to this. She's just like, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like it's in two days. Right. Like we need like 30 K, you know, what are you going to, we need, we're we're 30 K short. And it's just like, we, we grind, we scrounge, we figure it out. And the right insurance checks come at the right. I mean, and it keeps me humble. Yeah. It keeps me hungry and working hard. I think there's a a reason, you know, a bigger picture, but it has been, it's been challenging, but Hey, I tell people all the time, you know, without stress and responsibility, we'd be real pathetic human beings. We need yeah, that for growth. And if we're using yeah. chemicals to cope with I love that, you refocus yeah. on it. We, we numb yeah. out. We don't get to experience the high because life, um, it, it's like you said, try not to control things. The universe, everything is made of waves. Everything is made of waves when you break it down. And so some scientific things I was reading, it was like to think that there's not going to be an up and a down of a wave is just like contrary to the universal laws. Yeah, absolutely. And so, laws. so you just have to expect there's going to be up and down. You just have to accept it. And, and uh, it was saying that they invited, like, I say invite it. Yeah. Just invite it. But it was like, say, yeah, like learn to say yes to everything that comes to you. And that's like one of the biggest uh, challenges of life is just to say yes. Like just, all right, well, let's figure this out and we'll roll through it. As long as I can do it without coping with unhealthy yeah. mechanisms and, yeah, and numbing, exactly. then you will have the rebound. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And wow, so if you can't, good. if you can't go through that low, you won't feel the high, right? Right. You won't be able to experience that. But if you can, if you can cope through this and then that's what I tell people is like the more of this down you can cope with the right. higher highs you'll be able to experience. Yeah. You got feel. much bigger ways. You know? So that's wow. the exciting part to look forward to. When you have a tough time, you're like, I know if I can get through this, 
I will be able to experience even a bigger high. So what do I got to do to get through this? I got to get some support. I got to get people yeah. who care about my well-being, keep them close to me. I got to eat right, sleep right, and exercise because if I don't have my balance, I can't handle anything. Right. And then Don was great the other day. He's like, Hey man, make sure you keep in yourself balanced. Cause you go down, it all goes down, yeah. you know, which luckily there's a lot of truth to that. But luckily at this point it's built out enough to where like, we have such a good team. I yeah. mean, that place is full of passionate I bet a lot of people. I bet you a lot of people want to work for you, especially ones that are in recovery. And um, we've yeah. gained some, some solid people that just, yeah, you got a good purpose. Team. It's not just a job. It's like, this is my purpose. I remember right. I've had group interviews lately, you know, and there'd be like that one standout. That's just like got that fire. Well, like, I love doing those. You know, I, yep. I love recovery. I love, I'm, this is my purpose. This is not, you know, that whole thing. And the next person, why do you, why do you want a job? Diamond tree? Uh, pretty convenient location. I live just <laughs> five minutes. I'm like, Plus, I think uh, you I know think, what I mean. I think Which gonna, one am I, I going to choose? Pay good. <laughs> you know, it's not even a question. Yeah, you know, and it's fun though, man. Yes, yeah, challenge, Mel. So, congrats to you too, man. It's cool yeah, to see yourself, bro. bro. The, Neil A. Maxwell, who's like my, one of my favorite writers, he's like an old uh, apostle in the church. I think he died in like 2002 or something. What's his first name? Neil A. Maxwell. Neil. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know him? You know? Yeah. Yeah. He. uh Not personally, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 always writes about like how like. And I related to the sober life, but how like life is like, like it, putting yourself in life is the high adventure experience where like he talks about it being the repentance process, you know, and that's basically recovery is like, dude, just make amends. And then, yeah. And, and you're, and you're, but you, you're stepping into the, the actual high adventure. So when you're, when you're in the bottom of that wave, like when I go into my depression or things are hard, I actually, I'm learning to just realize that's what I'm going to learn. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I get into, I really get into like, I, I get, I get more spiritual. Yeah, let it interest I get more you. spiritual yeah. when I get uh, depressed. So it's like now, now when I'm get when I go low, that's like almost like, what I do just, I need to learn? I just, you're going to come just out stronger. Except, and my wife knows me when I, cause I, I get a little quieter and maybe a little less motivated at certain things, but I, I don't know, dude. And then I come out and it's like, I learn and it's cool, but you're in the bottom but before I would take a, I would take something in the bottom and I would escape that experience down there to try to That's bring where me the up. growth happens there though. Right. Yeah. So it's just sick, bro. I'm yeah. thankful I'm a drug addict. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Most of us, honestly, it's like we laugh about it, but right. I'm serious about oh. it. I am so grateful for my opportunity to go through what I've gone yeah. through. And, and, uh, I, I learned so much about myself. Um, I've been able That's to That's the only way I learned anything yeah. was from being an addict and going through adversity. Because like you said, with families and, and the way you grow up, it's all about, just, just appearances, right? Like, oh, no, we don't, we don't have any type of depression in this family. We don't have any arguments in this family. Right. We don't have, we don't have any type of issues in this. We're perfect, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, ooh, lift up, the, lift up the curtain. No, you know, you, right. you get all those issues. So that's the only way I even learned to admit to myself that I even. I mean, I remember I told, I've told you this before, but in Odyssey House, I was literally in the center of the room during one of the what used to be called the marathon where it's, you know, 60 people in the room and I'm in the center just being drilled and I couldn't own anything. I couldn't own any of my mistakes. Someone would say like, you know, you've got, you've got a, a gray shirt on, you know? And I'd be like, ha, first of all, blue. first of all, you're, <laughs> you're wrong. Second of all, I'm more educated than you. Third of all. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a light blue. So, uh, you can kick rocks. You know, and and I had to find a way to actually validate any confrontation anyone was giving me 
to be able to actually own my own stuff, which would then let me, because I would always just go to a substance to make myself feel better instead of being like, wow, I, I'm extremely insecure. I'm extremely, you know, I'm extremely, uh, uh, you know, dependent upon love, approval, and respect. You know, I have all these types of thinking errors. Right. If I didn't have an, if I wasn't an addict, there's no way I'd ever learn that. Not a chance. Yeah, it's, so it's a blessing for us all. You learn and you grow and you, it's, it's about evolving in my, my opinion, our, our spiritual soul, you know, first of all, I believe our soul, it, it, it's used to being free and weightless and stuff. So like we have the feeling we want that and ha we feel a similar fake feeling from drugs, right? We get this weightless, painless floating feeling and we're just, we crave that. I think our soul wants that. And so yeah. meditation, um, yoga, nidra, things like that, man, that's the best highs I've ever had best yeah. highs. And there's yeah. no downside. There's no negative There's no side effect. Out. It's all positive because when you find that space behind the eyes, when you do the right yoga nidra body scanning, stuff like that, all of a sudden you just float and you just feel no pain, no depression, no anything other than just weightless, like clarity. Yep. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then you, it, it's, there's no come down. There's no downside. There's no, you know, body or physical or anything bad to it. So it's a beautiful thing that we do, but we grow through those challenges, right? We evolve through them. And if we don't, if we use a chemical, we don't, we don't face the problem. Oh, who was well, it recently? Oh, it was a, oh, it was a, a Zoom, alumni Zoom this week um, that we, that we did. And a guy talked about cows, how there was a farmer and there was dead cows out there after a storm. And they're like, oh, why did the cows die? The ones who don't face the storm head on yeah. die. Have you heard that? That's the whole point yeah. of that buffalo downstairs. Yeah. Is that that's what it the, is? That's, that's the whole. So that's the. If you look dude, at the model, like that's, that's, that's the whole sore philosophy. They probably learned it from from that's cool, from D. Man. It's pretty wild. That's awesome. That's yeah. the coolest thing. It's such a that's such a true thing of like you don't face your problems head on. Like yeah. it might kill you, but you're definitely not going to evolve past it. You're not going to be able to grow yeah. and get through. Well, it. and there's no such thing as joy. I, I, I will stand by this. Anyone can try to debate me on it. But when you're in your addiction, you don't ever experience joy. You might feel happy yep. for the moment, but true joy, joy mm -hmm. you will never experience it. Yep. Hands down. Yep. It's even like when I just got to watch my kids on Saturday, you know, like, well, be back, <laughs> like back in the day, I used to be like, well, it was, I would take pills, you know, I'd be like, oh, my wife would be like, you know, you gotta watch the kids or she had to work and my, Keep and, up and, and I would be like, like oh, I gotta take pills a day. I can't, I can't watch finding <laughs> Nemo energy <laughs> you know, or whatever. But then when you One take your time. pill, you're like, hell yeah. But, finding Nemo is amazing. Yeah. But nowadays, even, like it's still, I got a two year old, you know, and, yeah. and my kid older, but like, I'll still be like, gosh, I gotta watch my kids. Like I'm, I don't want to say that I'm totally stoked on it, which I feel bad about. However, no, but that's I real. go through it and I stay patient and try to keep the spirit and, and really be, and, and stay present. And then even though I'm still just like, ah, how much longer it's always in my reflection that later in that day, I'm like, damn, that's a good what a beautiful day. day with my little son. Dude, you know what I mean? It's in face the... against your face, man. <laughs> like, oh. But does anyone get what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. Sometimes during it, during it, I'm like, this kind of sucks. Like he, he just, he actually needy... just, he peed in my face when I was changing his diaper. Like yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, the, but the fact that we got to just laugh about that right now, but, it's but all worth it. I seem, I don't know. I, I seem to find the most joy in my reflection. A lot of times, and I don't know if I need to fix that. If that's something I'm not doing when I'm present, or I'm not staying present enough. But like, 
like I'll be like, damn, that was actually a really good day, even though during the day I may not have accepted that. It no, was but like D, fun. the fact that you're thinking about it is the key. And it's like that assignment. Like, remember when I first came on as a guest of the podcast, you asked when we always did the give an assignment thing, you know, or give a, right. you know, like my thing is what, what literally saved me and helped me be reflective, which then helped me be more, more uh, present, but was, you know, um, and I still struggle with the same thing you're saying. Still, still do. You, you seem know what like I mean? Like, you're so happy and when you're working. Like you see, you see my kids. You seem like you're a better dad than I am. <laughs> I, I love you. I love kids, man. I'm just, I just, I, I love kids. I've always been, even when I was at Odyssey, I was like, working there. Is, is you know, on the exec team over there, the playground was right. I, I spent an hour a day playing on the playground, you know. But anyway, what I'm saying is that the assignment was, you know, get a piece of paper, line down the middle, two columns, plus and minus. At the end of the day, write down decisions you made that made you feel better about yourself right? and decisions you made that made you feel worse about yourself. And if you were to have avoided being with your kids, you might actually reflect and be like, actually, I feel kind of worse about myself that I didn't take that opportunity on. Then that For would sure. manifest into guilt and yeah. that would turn into, you know, so reflecting is I one just, of the best things you can do, though. Being reflective is very good. Yeah, sure. I just want to bring that. I There's just some things. I mean, obviously, we're all still working on, but like. I find myself in re- in recovery sometimes still not content. Yeah. You know, but I find the contentment in my reflection for some reason. Like even like I used to, I screwed up my hobbies a lot. Like I used to like my, be a big fly fisherman, but I got into taking pills and fishing yep. and smoking weed and partying and drinking. Not the, the same, fire. huh? So like, even like I took my little boy fishing. Triggered. When I, well, it doesn't trigger me to like to take pills, but I, I, I dread it. Like, which bothers me because I'm like, why am I dreading taking my son fly fishing? But a part of me, because I'm like, I'm going to have to like, it's going to be work. Yeah. Well, you probably have some fear but, too. I, but then I get there and I stay present and I, and I, and, and we have, and Something then, and then later in that day, dude, I reflect on it. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm so proud of myself. And it was a beautiful experience, even though like. You know, Dude, he'll remember that the rest of his, his life. Fly from the tree. <laughs> Show, you're showing up. Yeah. Man. You're showing up. And I think it's the same as like yoga for me. That was a weird uh, relation to that. But for me, it's like I dread getting on the yoga mat or going to work out or whatever. Right. Sometimes it's like I just don't really want to do it. There's going to be some effort and some energy and whatever. But sure enough, right at, you know, afterwards, you reflect back. You're like, oh, I feel so much better. And so it's just, to yeah. me, it reminds me, like, you showed up workouts, for your kids. Yeah. You showed up. It, there was there energy. You know. There was responsibility. There was things like that. But you reflect back like, that was good. That was good for me. Good for him. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Maybe it's – maybe you think – because I think I took pills – to try to be all things to my everyone. That's you know? exactly so I take what a it pill, is. I'd be like, I, I'm dad of the year. I'm, I'm, let's go. Let's go to Lagoon. People right. that are on exactly. all the time are on something. I remember right counselor okay, told me that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. you can't. It's you impossible can't be on to all be. the time. So if all, people are on all the time, they're probably on something. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think that's something I still got to work on is it's okay when I'm not on. Absolutely. Yeah. It's completely okay. But just showing up and, and being there. It's hard though. When you got people watching you, you know, people looking up to you. Right. You know, I'm sure for you that there's a lot of pressure there. Cause you're, you're on all, all the time. You got people looking up to you. And, and so if you have a down yeah, day, they'll be, be like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't follow him. If he's not, if he's not happy. Yeah. But when you talk you know, about it and you're open, especially with the right people, then they'll still follow you. They'll follow they you. See that stronger. down though. See that's real. And that's okay. That's a good, you know, example, but then they'll see you bounce back and they'll see that smile on the yeah. days that you're on. They'll be like, cool. He's human. Yeah. And I think they'll want to follow you more, you know? 
Yeah, that's good. Good point. I just yeah. See the days that I'm off. The days that I'm off. I uh, that, those are the days where I'm. I, I'm literally fifty percent my mom, fifty percent my dad. I just isolate, so you just don't hear from me on my off days. You know what I mean? Does gravity just, work for you guys? Because that's one of the best signs. It absolutely does. I, but I love being by myself too. You know what I mean? I Your love being by journal. myself too, and just focusing on what I'm grateful for. You know, I've been my prayers in the last three months have taken on a new meaning. I got into like it's like really like I can tell just by how you said it, man. Well, they just. Instead of, you know how you just get in a hurry, like I really been like, like even like preparing to say a prayer, like, all right, man, a lot of where I've been trying to go with in my prayers, which is gratitude is like, is help me to keep being aware of the thoughts and behaviors that I might do that would drive the spirit away. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because when I'm feeling the spirit, That's which, deep. which for people listening, it could be whatever you, you know, the spirit for me is like the pure charity running through my system. But if I have that, like I feel it's mm. like I'm because, but but then I'll get like a resentment to start coming in. Like I'll be like, I get competitive, you know, in business, I get competitive. Business is, business is tricky. You probably know, like you, absolutely you get competitive and, or I see social media and I, I'm like, there's looks better you know, than mine. Yeah. Or mm. He, he, this is, you know, the, and so that, but that block, it's just like it talks in the steps that blocks me from feeling the spirit right away. You know, I can't feel the spirit. And then, and then, and then I'm a completely different person. Yeah. Like I'm jealous or resentful. Yeah. Or and so now I, I just, I've been now on that hat. I'm just like, dude, keep the spirit. You know, I asked God earlier in my prayer to help me create awareness around this dude. Like, let's not go down that. And I can, I'm moving, I'm moving away and, and I'm able yeah. to keep my spiritual condition high. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's, it's been, that's been some sick work that I've been put in. And this is the, LT, I've talked to him a lot about it, but um, that's been cool, dude. Yeah, maybe I'm growing energy, a bit more man. like Christ-like, you know. Dude, yeah, that, I, that, I believe that so. Show is huge for that. Really? You know, it talks about that competitive and the compassionate and cooperative side. That the Darwinism, right? It got twisted. It got twisted because it was like this this uh, battle of the fittest, survival. Like that. that's how we've, you know, grown as a species and all that. And and Darwinism, if you really look at it, it's actually so much about cooperative compassion and that sympathy is the greatest human, you know, uh, you know, emotion and stuff like that. It's, it's a beautiful thing, but it talks about competitiveness, but there's a cooperation and compassion that, that, that feeling that, that sympathy, compassion and connection is the best state of being for us. We can feel that, like you're saying that it's like coursing, that compassion's coursing through my veins, that spiritual connection, that energy is just like, Oh, like yeah. about how do you keep that you know yeah there's no but way that, to we wouldn't be able to continue, feel good continue right, to give it away bat, right yeah. you have to feel the opposition to appreciate that feeling right yeah there well, you- it, it's like they say you know i mean to keep it you got to give it away you know yeah. just the more you do for others then the better and, and and think about like when you think about the fly fishing thing there might be a lot of fear in there of like maybe i won't make the experience as special for him yeah, as, as it could be that's a big fear you know what i mean like maybe i'm not going to be a good maybe i'm gonna he's gonna hate it but you know what he's as you realize he's gonna love it and he's gonna remember that day for the rest of his life you know what yeah. i mean you really and you and, you and, I'm, and I'm and i'm sober you know exactly i'm trying dude and, and look at look at what you got man you dust yeah, you, you literally have uh, uh, you, you got you got something amazing that's helping making me so scary, many yeah. people i know you are but i'm just saying <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this about both you guys like um, listen both you guys it's you guys both do 
such an amazing job helping people. So Thanks, I'm bro. thanking you from someone who's been able to observe both your companies help people. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful and, thing. And, and, yeah. and of course, I mean, recently with you, you know, you know, a lot of discussions, but Dustin, I mean, we've, Dude, how we've been we, together how for How can years we help and, each other? Uh, that was right there with you. Man. I was, I was, I was like, about to ask that. planning yeah. on it for a while. Like when you I came know. and met down at the basement yeah. of our treatment center, yeah. and we talked like, how can we partner up? Like we're both, yeah. you know, fitness and nutrition oriented. We know people need more, but there's gotta be ways. Where do you we'll guys let, work we'll out? Let Don figure it where out. Where do you guys, oh, yeah. Where do you guys work out? Well, I, I, where do we work out? Yeah. We do Vasa. We have a, a garage gym and then we do yoga. Maybe you guys yeah. need to have a discussion about, well, I mean, they could bring, we could maybe bring them up here. That's 22, what I'm 22 minutes away. Yeah. 22. Yeah. How'd you know that I was a 22 guy? I don't know. I saw something you were doing a 22. I can't remember where it was, but it's like, he's a 22 guy. I'm, I'm like, a no 33 wonder. guy. So supposedly it's like a, it's a really big, like bringing dreams to fruition number. Right. Um, and, and like really your, your intentions become true and you have some intentional 22. I don't know. I'm not like a scientist on it, but, but I remember reading some things about yeah. dreams coming to fruition with number 22 is a big part of it. So 22. That was, um, my, that was my hoop number. That was, that was my hoop number yeah. as well. So See, I was at 33, but they're both divisible by 11. Yep. So you know you're a I mean? Larry Bird fan or what? Hey, were you though? Listen, man, <laughs> Birdman. Dude, got to love that. Pippin. That's what I was just going to say. Dude, I met yeah. Pippin. Yeah. I, I got to meet Pippin. Back up, up up at Carmelone's house when I was a kid, man. I remember he shook my hand. His hand went to here on my, you know what I mean? I shook his hand. And his fingers were like all the way up to here. <laughs> I'll never forget that, you know? And then I got to babysit uh, Malone's kids. It was pretty fun. They're both such studs. Before I became a junkie, for which I'm extremely grateful. <laughs> right. We're all recovering addicts. No, Don will get us together, of, though. I'm sure there's yeah, a way. Let's do we'll, it. You know, or, or Don's like, got a mind that'll, yeah. that'll take us to the next level together. But we'll, yeah. we'll help people together for sure. There's I, I love what you guys are doing. I love you know, your energy and, and you know, he's, you got some good people doing yeah. videography stuff now yeah. too. I loved one yeah. of us recently with your hand here and oh, yeah. here. Oh, it wasn't, yeah. it only was you actually, it was another guy they had on there, but it was, it was your yeah. guys' video. You guys do some beautiful work. LT is <laughs> a genius, man. So they've done some cool stuff with yeah. your brand and your book. You yeah. One or two. He's got four. four. Yeah. Jeez. Where have I been? They're not very good. They're, They're of course good. you would say that dude. Yeah. We got to work. <laughs> no, on, I got to give you my, I got to self talk. Bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it, it just he's humble. i need to come here. No, listen time. listen I'll, I'll tell you this like i'm the same way dude when i get compliments i do i am i am too i hate i, I too. always deflect i hate you know when someone mean? Like, sends me a text like a nice text i'm like ah. I yeah I, I don't, don't, I don't mind that as much but, face I, but when, when someone when so, someone so, tells so, me like oh my gosh it. you do this I or you do that it. i'm always like yeah. i'm always like yeah no but, but, you, but so do you like i'm not very but i've learned that you that's accepting is good you know people mean my wife gives me like you're so sexy. I'm like, ugh. Like, it just gives me the shivers. Like, ugh. I, no way I'm accepting that. Like, no way. for my wife to say that. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because my wife's so beautiful that, like, I just can't even compare to that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't accept compliments either. It's it's a self-love thing. We know that a lot yeah, of us well, struggle with that. We all have insecurities. Self-love, self-respect. Self sure. It's huge. And like I said, make amends, man. I, I'll never forget the day that I, there was a guy that fixed my axle on my tr my trailer when I was in, in a bad spot in my addiction. And and for my uh, landscaping company, I needed that trailer to work. And my next door neighbor, he didn't have a lot of money, but he's like, yeah, if you get me the part, I'll fix it for free. Just a super yeah. nice guy. And so my addict, a-hole self, um, didn't pay him even for the part, Ooh. even though he fixed it. Right. I moved oh, like dude. a month later and I'm like, what yeah. a dick move, you know? Right. And it haunted me for like seven years. I thought about that. Like, like people matter to me, my, my integrity. He went out of his way me. for you. And he, he went out of my way. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I remember it was like four years ago, three, four years ago, maybe, maybe less, but 
years ago. And it was during Christmas time, like a week before. And I just happened to have a hundred bucks with me. And I was driving through Bountiful and I was like, oh, I got to do this. Like I've been thinking about wanting to do this. Right. And so I just went there and I remember him sitting in his car and his hands just on his face, you know, and I'm just like, oh man. And, you know, of course I have that thought, like, he's financially probably really struggling trying to figure out how am I going to pay mortgage? What am I, you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe he wasn't, but that was my own right. ego telling me that. Right, whatever. right. But I think it really might have been. So I went and said, hey, remember me? And he looks at me, oh, hey, dude, you know, what's up? You know, he's such a cool guy. And he's, he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. You you went out of your way. You helped me. You know, all I had to do is pay you the 99 bucks for the part. And, you know, I, I'm so sorry. But I wanted to make sure. And he looks, his jaw like almost hits, you know, because it was like seven years later. Yeah. You know, and he's like, you didn't have to do that. I'm like, I absolutely yeah, did. Absolutely did. Wow. And that feeling, his joy, you could just see the joy. And like, I still get the chills from that, man, because it yeah, was just it like this weight. And you got to do those little things to get those weights off your back so that you don't feel like crap about yourself and you respect yourself. Because I, I did, I, I listened to a, what was it, a TED Talk. Uh, about addiction it was talking about if if you can go within yourself like deep inside your core what you know your soul and be okay with no noise by yourself and be be content right that's it you won't have an addiction but if you can't sit there and be okay content with yourself in the quiet with just you you're not you're not going to last um, and that was so, huge for me. I mean, there's so it's complex, right? We know course. addiction is well, it, so it, it's, complex. It's not that but, you won't have those emotions. It's as long as you can deal with those emotions. Yeah, like, you know be what okay, I mean? Like, just you, being. Be, by, be by yourself and you're going to feel insecurities and all types of things. But as long as you know how to cope, then it's good. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, if they don't feel good about themselves, you know, go make amends or pay it forward. You know, do some service. Karma is, is about as real as real gets, in my opinion. Karma is yep. real. Yeah. You know, you do good things or good people, good things happen. Exactly. You know, you well, do I bad think, things, I think, bad things happen. Well, like I think that's a good maybe topic to end on is is the pay it forward piece because it's like one of the things I always say too to people, and like you said, things that struggle. It's like, you know, you never want money to be an objective. You want it to be a consequence of good actions. Shout out to Guillermo Hanuj from Brazil for you know a mentor to say me. Say that but, ten times fast. You know, I know, but but it's so true. He's like, Don, money must never be a an, an objective. It must be a consequence from good actions, you know, and it's so true. And that's why things have always worked out for both of you. You keep, you keep doing things the right way and keep helping people. Good things happen. You're like, they have the biggest heart I know. Oh, we're having a feel good uh, moment. Yeah. No, I hey, you, dog. hey, let me end on this if I could. Yeah. On that, because I felt this feeling right now, this oxytocin release. I truly believe that if people could have more of that oxytocin, which is the connection, the love drug, the love chemical, right? right? The chemical tattoo right there. There would be less reward deficiency in people's brains and way less addiction because people are connecting. They're getting that reward deficiency sufficed in their brain. And and that love and connection is, is a huge answer, right? We know that nutrition is huge because you got to have the neurochemicals to be released, um, but you got to have a catalyst, and that's love and passion. And that love and passion are the same to me. Passion right. is like you know the love of Christ, yeah. right? And so that's passion. Wow. And so if you can have that love, um, you know, it conquers a lot of our addictive stuff that we we reach for chemicals to cope. You yeah. know, if we can reach to others and to love, you know, that's that's what's yeah, about. That's dope. Thank Absolutely, you for being man. on. I'm glad I came up and was on, dude. I, I'm glad you did too. That was awesome. Good I feel, discussion. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, it's bro. a pleasure. Absolutely. Appreciate it. I need to I want to get get with you and have you come talk to our group though. Love how, to. How I'm can people contact you if they need to contact you? 
Yeah, so uh, go website, diamondtreerecovery.com. Um, 385-888-9624 is our admissions number if your loved one needs some help. We're just about helping people. So yeah. even if you don't come to our place, if you ask, you know, you have a child who needs, you know, treatment or, you know, things like that, we can get you to, to soar with these guys. We can get you to tons of programs. We just want you to get well, yeah. whether it's us or, you know, not everybody wants to go to whole food, organic plant-based program. And That's no smoking. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna, and you're in have our detox, you can smoke. We'll taper. We're not going to cut you off right away. Just so you know, but yeah, if you need help, Give us a shout out. We'll, we'll help you out. Awesome. Are you in network with, where, who are you in network So uh, most of the Medicaid's oh. Um, oh, and then okay. a lot of the commercial like Blue Cross and, and Select Health are right there, but we're not there yet. Oh, but we do out of so network billing with insurance and right. then I'll, I'll make it work for people. I'll just, I'll make it work. He does. He does. Cool. You do a good job of that. Appreciate that. Pleasure. Fellas. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on, Don. Yeah, dude. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, brother. Pleasure, guys. Yeah.